Welcome to Side PCs in the podcast. It's exactly what you're thinking and a whole lot more. Things you never thought about, things you never heard about, and ways to view relationships that you never even considered. So, welcome aboard, strap in, let's get it going. So, you get an email or a message on Facebook that leads to a few texts back and forth. Next thing you know, you're on the phone, you're having a little call, it's great. No matter what happens next, your life just got complicated. Welcome to IP Season. This is episode nine, Old Flames. I'm your host, Enero, and in this episode, I'm gonna get you ready to deal with an old flame wherever you are on the side piece spectrum. Is it possible that she's looking better now than she did back then? Maybe. All right. So old flames. An old flame legitimately is the most problematic person that could come at your relationship. Why? Why do old flames wear the cape and the S on their chest? It's pretty simple. They already have an in. They've had an in forever. They come with a Trojan horse. They don't have to break down any gates. They don't have to sneak in. They've got the skeleton key and they've had it for years, literally. Um, and as it usually turns out, they show up when you're susceptible. Now, how that happens, I don't know, but I do know how to deal with it. And we're going to get into it in this episode. I want you to think about two things and remember two things. We all work best with structure and pattern. Um, and the second thing is we ultimately always crave a little novelty, a little something out of the ordinary, right? We want something new, um, not too new, but something new, um, so roll that into your relationship. You have been in your relationship for a while. You're doing the same sort of things. You're working a lot. You're dealing with the kids. You've got all that stuff to contend with. Um, and it really doesn't matter how fast and furious, how hot and heavy you start off. All the spice in the world cannot prevent your relationship from cooling off over time. It's the nature of relationships. Um, I'm not saying that they have to get dull and boring. I'm just saying that that first date energy that you had is not going to maintain itself throughout the course of your relationship. Things will wane. Things will drop off. It's not going to stay a hundred mile an hour. Passion, passion, passion. Um, you just can expect a gradual tapering. Um, it's just the facts. Sorry to bust your bubble. Anybody out there with those unrealistic expectations, that's how relationships work. Um, and I'm here to keep it accurate and true. So back to the situation at hand, you're in your normal grind. And then all of a sudden, here comes this blast from the past. You get that email, you get that Facebook message. And all of a sudden, you're texting, you want to call them, maybe you do call them. Things are going to go really, really fast from there. You decide that you're going to meet. So you're just going to have lunch or something and you're looking and then you get a smile from ear to ear because you've seen her before she sees you. You walk over there, you introduce yourself. She looks up, she's processing it. She's smiling from ear to ear too. You're both getting washed over with dopamine and norepinephrine and your hearts are racing. Um, from a hormonal standpoint, you know that something has happened, uh, but you your logical mind downplays it like, no, 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 I'm married. I have kids. I'm, you know, this is nothing. So you, your first lie is when you start lying to yourself. 
Never mind that you can't stop smiling. Never mind that you can't stop thinking about her. You have no appetite. You go back to work the rest of the day. You're completely unproductive. It's like a wash. It's ruined because um, your mind can't get off of her. You cannot stop thinking about her. You're wondering if you should call. You're hoping she doesn't call you when you're at home. Part of you doesn't care. Do you remember being in love the first time? Because that's exactly what this looks like. This is ridiculously enticing. And a large part of that is it's coming, that blast from the blast from the past, but it's also a bunch of novelty, right? And where did she come from anyway? You haven't talked to her. You haven't seen her. You haven't thought about her in a decade. And now, boom, here she is in your life. So this leads you to the fantasy thoughts, right? The fantasy is like, oh, we'll have lunch once. Oh, we'll have lunch a couple times. That's it. That's the fantasy. The reality is you're going to end up in a room naked in short order. You're playing with fire, right? So that's part one, just breaking it down. Part two, let's talk about how this leads to the side piece. So you haven't done anything yet. Everything's above board. Everything's cool. There's no problems, right? So let's say you're definitely susceptible because you've allowed yourself to get into a, the, the rut of your normal life, right? You're doing what's expected of you, or at least what you think's expected of you at the cost of living every day, right? Actually actively enjoying and participating in those days that you get. You're not in the present, really. You're just kind of muddling through. You're in zombie mode. Now this person shows up. You're thinking of all these cool memories. The cooler, younger, freer you, right? Way back is back there. You forgot about him. And now he's got a direct line to you and calling you and talking to you. And like, hey, man, let's do some things. Um, this is the you before the mortgage, uh, before the kids, before you postpone and then ultimately cancel the trip to Bali or Bali, however they say it. You know, this is you from back when everything was easier, simpler, and more exciting. You, you didn't have a long-term plan. You didn't have a lot on the table, so it didn't really matter. You just went out and did things and lived life hard. Um, and you didn't even really know that this ember that you had for this person still existed. You didn't even recognize that your life had gotten so dry. Things are primed to just turn into an inferno. Um, you should be on fire watches what you should be on, but you're not. You're, you're about to like pretend like your current life uh, doesn't need that little like spark and that you don't want that taste of the old glory. Um, man, the, the, the past has a really strong pull on us, good or bad. Um, and you know it, but you try to deny it. And, uh, you know, back to what's actually happening. You're getting all this contact via text, via phone, um, you're having this lunch. Things are exciting. Again, smiling ear to ear, you feel great about being with this person. The dopamine, all the hormones are a flush. And there's even a little bit of excitement because in your head, the logical part of you knows that like you are rolling the dice with your entire life, right? This is risky business. Um, so it's all heading to one place. Two naked people in a room someplace. That's where this is going. This is not something 
because of the power of the hormones and the power of the emotions and the power of the past you, you probably miss that. You don't think about it ever, but you probably miss yourself as that person. Now it's thrown back in your face and, uh, you know, you're going to rationalize the hell out of it. Like, oh no, it's just, we're just friends. We're just catching up. There's nothing going on, but there's a huge pull, a huge conflict between your heart and your head, or perhaps your head in someplace lower. Um, and that part really sucks, right? So you're also throwing into the, that best version of yourself. You're in interview mode. I call it like you're, you're as chivalrous as you're going to be. You're as funny as you're going to be. You're as engaging as you're going to be. You're doing all the good things. You're showing up in the best, most charming version of yourself that you can. She likes it. You love it. You haven't been that guy in a long time. You might have even forgotten that you were that guy. And so then things start. Now, if you're alone and this happens, if you're, if you're, you run into this blast from the past and you're not with anybody, then you're going to go all in. You're going to get wrapped up in that feeling. It's still, you could still be in a rut just because you're quote unquote free. Doesn't mean that you can't get into the rut of your daily existence. Um, so you're going to get in there and now you're in this relationship that you can't have all of, but you want all of. Um, going to throw out a little sidebar here. Saw something that said 72% of people that reconnect with a young or an earlier love, 72% of them stay together. Their divorce rate is like 0.07 or something like much, much lower than the national average for regular marriage. Um, but anyway, you're going to get wrapped up into that. So if you're if you're not with somebody, you still need to be on your guard because you're going to get caught up into these unrealistic uh, expectations, expecting this person to leave whoever they're with and be with you and um, just have a complete and total love affair and run off with you. That is probably not going to happen. And if you're with somebody already, you're still going to be prone to those same kind of feelings because you're you're lying to yourself the whole time. You're telling yourself all of these things about how it's nothing. And when you start having sex, you'll be like, oh, it's just physical. And when it turns definitely emotional, you'll tell yourself, I could stop whenever I want. You'll continue to lie to yourself and just get yourself deeper and deeper into the hole. So that was part two. That's how the side piece will come into play. We're just going to get into part three right now. Part three is you're in that serious relationship, whether it's marriage or not. Same scenario happens. How do you diffuse it if it's happening to you? And how are you supportive if it's the gal you're with that's met some old flame? So we'll tackle what happens if it's your girl that met her old flame. Because that's really the, you have the least sway in that, right? what you do and how you address that. Hopefully she feels like she can communicate with you and she comes in and she tells you what's happened. Hey, I met this guy that I used to date and I don't know, he just kind of, I felt a little swept off my feet for a second there. I don't know. It's kind of crazy. And then you have a, an innumerable amount of responses, but your response should be something supportive. You got to take your emotions and check them real hard and just hit her up with something like, hey, wow, oh man, 
he seems like he got you all a flutter. I, I remember when I used to be able to do that. We'll leave it at that. Or I remember when I used to do that. How do you think I can get back to that? Is there a way for me to get back to that? You know, we're in a rut. Is there anything that I can do to spice it back up for you? Like that's pretty much your tack. You have to come in, listen. And if you're going to offer anything, it shouldn't be something to protect your ego. It should be something to protect your relationship in the most non-threatening way possible. Now, if you're being approached by a blast from the past and this old flame has come into your life out of the blue, when things ostensibly seem great, maybe not great, things are going along just fine. You are definitely in that rut. She comes up, you start feeling all those things. You want to do all the things, right? You want to have more contact because it feels good. It's making you remember a better version of yourself and it feels good. So of course you're going to want to do that. Of course you want to get as much of that as possible. But what you have to do under any circumstances, you must not engage. Shut that shit down immediately. It's too difficult. It's There's too many heartaches. There's too many problems that will arise. Your best course of action, the minute that you start feeling all that stuff, and this is a tricky part because you're going to be awashed in hormones, but you've got to make sure you get really, really focused, really, really specific in your goals and what you want and not be swayed by those hormones and just shut it down. Don't even engage. The, you're, that is the last thing you're going to want to do is to disengage, especially after they found you miraculously. The universe has thrown you two together. The last thing you'll want to do is disengage, but that is the only thing to do. Don't even play with it. Don't get started because then it's too hard to stop. It's kind of like the smoking analogy. Your best bet is to never pick up the habit, right? So in this instance, though every bone in your body is pushing you forward to say, just call her, have some lunch. Remember, the lunch is only going to end up with y'all naked in a room somewhere doing some things. So quickest, easiest, best way to do that situation, deal with that situation, just not get in it in the first place. As soon as it starts, you just shut it down. That's going to require some discipline. That's going to require some strength. That will definitely require you to know and be very clear on what it is that you really want in your life. So that is it. The three parts of how to deal with an old flame. Um, put it out there real, real quick, right? Like the best thing to do, the least complications in your life will result if you don't engage and just say hi, bye, and never talk to them again. So that's the podcast for this week. Um, I hope you guys had a great week. Uh, remember, like and subscribe, leave a review, tell your friends if you like it, tell your enemies if you hate it. Go follow me, send me DMs, any questions, comments, or discussion points that you want uh, over on my Instagram, which is sidepiece underscore season. And uh, that is all I have. You guys have a great weekend. Have a great week. And we'll see you back here again. And we'll do it in, on Friday. Peace.